The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 123 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump, and I'm, of course, the host of the PWT cast, the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWT cast on Instagram and Twitter. We're also available on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. Uh, I fell be- a little bit behind on the Patreon stuff, so I've been releasing double content. Last week, we had uh, two episodes drop. We had School of Rock and uh, Spider-Man, the the first one, the OG Spider-Man, the guy, the one you guys all know and love. Um, with a friend of the show, Trevor Outlaw, he's out of action right now, so he's been helping me with these movie reviews. This week, we'll have uh, two more uh movies coming out this week so if you want to go ahead and sign up now this month would probably be the best because you'd get your more more money's worth actually because you're getting double the content um but of course this week so as some of you may know this is your first time listening in a while welcome um stank who he used to host this with me he's taking a little bit of sabbatical for the time being he's uh he's spending some time with his family he's a family man you know i have no family I mean, I have a family. I just I don't have a wife and kids, so I don't really have to worry about that. Hey, maybe <laughs> soon enough you might. Hence why, hence why I'm doing so many podcasts. But uh, in the meantime, I've sort of had like a rotating, uh, you know, some rotating guests in here. Of course, the original idea for this show was the PWT cast featuring the PWT cast. Um, that's just way too long, though. So it wound up just being hosted by Scrump and then hosted by Scrump and Stank. Uh, so this week, in, in the co-host chair with me, uh, he was on here last week. You know, he's uh, he's a familiar person here. I mention him all the time. I, I talk about him at least weekly, if not, you know, twice an episode, especially when we get around to the Patreon stuff. But of course, I'm talking about my little buddy, uh, Mark Villanueva. Mark, how are you doing, my guy? I'm doing great. Um very excited to be the new co-host stank cousin jeremy you guys are being replaced step on down it's time for a new sheriff to come in and take over oh you got cousin jeremy actually texted me that he can't do this so we'll just go ahead and re-record the whole intro he's actually he's coming up now so oh then i'll just leave uh but of course uh you know so mark will be my co-host this week but this week's episode uh, is a very special one as you all know stank and i we talked about at the time that it was happening uh um when so i often myself talk about all the time like when i first started at one hour tees pro wrestling tees um i was the youngest person there like and everyone always give me shit for it because again i don't know everyone was just so they weren't even that much older than me really to be honest they were just like a few years older like I don't know, but, uh, you know, uh, through working there, I've had people sort of take me under their wings and, and teach me things and just, you know, teach me the, the goings and comings of one hour tees. And so I, I've gone about trying to do that myself and with, with two specific people in general, I like them. So I'm like trying to make sure, you know, um, they don't fuck up. Uh, one of those people, of course, my my co-host this week. The second person is our actual guest for this week. Um, I told him he he's he's an athlete. You know, if you follow him on in social media, you see boys always hitting the gym. The only gym I hit is the last one in the Pokemon game that I was playing, <laughs> yeah. where I fucking destroyed Wake. I believe his name was the water guy. I don't know, but you know, guy. yeah, fuck that guy. He's always in the gym. You know, he's a fucking massive nerd just like us. And that's always one of my favorite things when new people come and like work for us a lot of times they're just shy at first they don't really talk but you know 
through time you get to know who they are and stuff so you know of course the, the two people i've chose to you know try to take under my wings one of them mark and the second one is uh the man who prints all your shoes if, if you've ever purchased super kicks in the last year if you've purchased super kicks from us um this man will have made them you know he he does a lot over at one hour tees again he's the pro wrestling tees shoemaker <laughs> i guess is what you would call it now uh but he also prints he does you know he does a little bit of here a little bit of there uh you know right rightfully so he's listened and just been as flexible as he can to go all over the place and i and he, uh, so aside from going to the gym he runs a lot like man loves running his marathons as much as he loves getting drunk and taking his shirt off uh when cm punk returns at the united Center, the man loves to run he loves his marathons and with this last one he's a little bit apprehensive he was like i don't know guys i don't think i'll be able to make it i don't think i'll be able to do it which is insane because like we know he can so i was like well if you fucking do it then we'll have you on the podcast and if not we'll talk shit about you every week uh and thankfully he was able to do it and it is a little bit later than i wanted to have him on but nonetheless we have him on ladies and gentlemen juan ramirez juan how are you doing my man i'm good 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 thank you thank you for having me on the show berto uh co-host mark thank you uh, it's it's we're glad to have you here I yeah will, i will admit today was kind of crappy i forgot my headphones at home so work work was a little uh different today i didn't feel focused i always have two sets of headphones on me like i have my airpods on me um but i also have like the the uh, like the old school like actually connected into oh. the phone pair because it's just like never seen you with those on i've never seen you with those on the the wired String, headphones yeah the wired headphones well because I, I got like well two like two uh yeah like two years ago for christmas um i got like the, the airpods so i'm i'm someone who i don't like to ask for shit like i don't like to ask for anything i'm just i i very much like if uh, i've talked about it extensively you know where i force my family to give me christmas lists and when they ask me i'm just like oh i don't know and i do the little waifu finger thing i'm just like i don't know but it's for me yeah it's for me but there was one year where like my sister was like what do you want and i'm like you know what like i'm gonna spend a good amount of money on her her boyfriend her kids so i was like let me get some fucking airpods and nice yeah, because I was just like, whatever. And this was the first gen ones, you know, when they had just come out. And I remember I got them, and I didn't buy a case. And everyone was like, you should buy a case for them with a clip so you don't lose them. I'm okay. I don't need to worry about that. <laughs> so at this point, I was living with Paul, Anthony, and Tanya. And my first scare with them was I went to go. I had my keys in my hand, and I went to go throw the trash out. And I accidentally threw the keys in the fucking dumpster. Jeez. And they landed. I'm not even kidding you. I swear to God, this isn't me making it up for story's sake. This isn't me just fucking trying to get a laugh. It they literally fell out of my hand and fell into a pile of dog shit. Oh, like because like someone the people would just throw their bags of like yeah. dog shit and it fell in there. And I was just so angry. I literally grabbed the garbage can, fucking threw it on the floor, grabbed my stuff, and then just left it like that. Because at that point, the adrenaline wore off. Um, I mean, they wind up putting it back, but I wind up losing those. Um, and so I had to go buy a second pair at this point. It was like second gen. Um, and those I've taken care of extensively, um, until I went to target one time and exchanged them. Cause they were like, they were like crapping out on me. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, I always have them. Juan as well too. You, I always see you back there with your, I always, I mean, my AirPods, I got them. Luckily it was my first unemployment check. I was like, my first unemployment check was pretty nice last year. So yeah. tell us about when, cause so you you've been with us for what like a year now a year and a half now okay so 
prior to that, I was working at a restaurant. I was a busboy there. I was working for that company about a year, year and a half. That shit sucked. Like, I had to help open up a new restaurant. This, like, new pizzeria, like, mm-hmm. right on the river. So it's, like, this bougie-ass place right on the river. Very fancy. Like, fucking people just go in there spending so much money on bottles of wine and everything. And I'm just like, damn, like, these people, like, they're pulling out wads of cash. And they, they just tip me just for taking their fucking fork. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I didn't know you could get tipped for taking someone's fork away from the table because they, they're done using it. So I was doing that. And then obviously, you know, COVID happened. And I had, a, I'm like, well, I, I need money, obviously. And unemployment was like, what, like an extra 600 bucks or something? Don't know. I worked the entire pandemic. I I, I heard about how great the unemployment benefits were. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, because they were what? It was like 14, 1400 a, a, a I think it depended on how much you made like oh. at work. And then they added like to that. I, I don't know. I, I knew people that were making like 1400 like every two weeks or something like that. I, was like, I, like, I mean, I wish I was unemployed right now. I was but then not going to lie. I, <laughs> I was making a little more than that every two weeks. <sighs> Look at this I, guy. Just for sitting at home doing nothing. Yeah, I remember when he first capitalism started, baby. Hell when he started, yeah! When he first started working, he had all his supreme shit. I was like, ah, look at this. Oh well, guy. I had that before. I, I mean, I don't want. <laughs> I'm a hype beast, you know. I, was, I guess I was still balling before that. Mark, do you remember when he started working with us? Because I remember at some point during the pandemic, we hired. Like that was a thing where, like, I remember we had if, a lot of hires. Yeah, at that. first we were like, oh shit, like we were worried because we're like, we don't know, we, we we might have to fire people. Like we didn't know what the fuck what the case was gonna be, and like we added so many more people, you know. Kind of like AEW hired people during the pandemic. Yeah, based yeah. like, to firing like the other company. Yeah, yeah, and that's why, um, like at certain point, people were just coming. Like funny enough, today, like Jacob was talking about like one of his friends who worked here for like a day or something like that. But yeah. I just remember people were like coming in and, and things like that. So like, what are you, do you remember when Juan started, or do you remember yeah. anything? I at the t- I, I think I, you guys had just finished your guys's like summer sale, uh-huh. and my first day, like you guys were all talking about a barbecue you guys were gonna have, and uh, yeah, he was like a weekend or like yeah, like two weeks I was, in I was like that. I was a weekend. Like I started Monday, and then it was the your guys's like barbecue thing was that Saturday coming up. So I do remember when he first started working there, and I was helping preacher at the time. Because I, Jacob's friend, he was like, he was, he pressed, but he had left. I do and remember then, seeing And then preaching. Frank, either I was pre-treating or labeling like, or something. Sorting. I think you were sorting. I might have been sorting. Um, I don't think, yeah, Ray was already there. Yeah. And then I remember like all the time, like, I, was, I, I think I was actually pressing now that I'm thinking about it. And like every time. I would look back and there was this, this fucking guy staring at me all the time. I'm like, why the fuck is this guy staring at me? I, I remember I would talk to Ray about it. And I'm like, dude, this guy keeps fucking staring at me. He's like, hey, maybe he likes you, bro. I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, dude. It's fucking weirding no. me out. Like, I remember I thought about thinking, I'm like, dude, what are you fucking looking at? You were over, you're already at your machine now? Uh, yeah. Cause yeah. My first day I was with Jacob. And I think my second day I still was with Jacob. And then my third day they're like, all right, we're stationing you here. Like, just blah 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 i'm like all right cool and then my, i do remember my first day here here i went to popeyes because i was like all right well i'm gonna go to popeyes for lunch like it's right across the street and coincidentally like mark went with johnny and ab uh-huh. and then johnny's like oh you're the new guy right i'm like yeah you know like he's like oh you know just getting to know me and ab same thing mark 
Never heard a word from me. He didn't introduce himself to me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like one of the most shy so, people here. <laughs> so AV and Johnny were all friendly and shit. And then we got Mark our Popeyes. We go back to the shop and eat it at the lunchroom. And, you know, they're still talking to me. And I'm like trying to talk to Mark. But he just like brushes me off. So I'm like, all right, you little asshole. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't, I don't remember like my first interactions with Mark as, aside from uh, he who must not be named immediately threw uh, Mark underneath the bus where he was like, yeah, Mark went and said that these people were smoking weed in, oh, in the garage. And w- wouldn't you know it? He lied. Like guy, that guy tends to lie a lot, but like aside from that, I remember I think it was like Elisa who was just like, "Oh no, like he's a nice guy. You should give him a chance." Like, oh, about about you, mm-hmm. and I was like, "No, fuck that guy. He's never gonna be on my podcast." Even though I don't think I had it at the time yet. <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> did I? Yeah. Okay. You were yeah. like on episode like fourteen. Is that the one you had with uh, Myers and Cardona? No, fourteen or no. Because 13, no, 14 would have been Hornswoggle, because I remember Hornswoggle was supposed to be 13, but he got he got bumped for Kevin Smith. Mm. Yeah, anybody could get bumped for Kevin Smith. Anyone get bumped. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't remember, like, I don't specifically remember, like, I remember you coming in, because, like, there was, like, for some reason, like, when most people come in for job interviews, they'll be dressed, like, casual and stuff like that, but I remember it was Jacob, his friend, and you who all came in, and you guys were all dressed like fucking, like... Metalheads. No, no, not like metalheads. Oh. He guys were all just dressed up like nice, you know, like a lot nicer. I was like, oh, okay. Because there's some people that come in and they're just wearing a fucking, like, uh, you know, they're just wearing like a Bullet Club t-shirt or something like yeah. that. And it's just like. Might have been. I don't remember. No, you, I don't know. You were probably in a Vikings hat and a Jay White t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Juan. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying, yeah, Juan was I dressed you very say, nice. I thought you, you said I was general, dressed nice. I'm like, no, no fucking way. In general, typical people. Yeah, no, I know that. Club. I used to fucking go to. I what baby showers and uh, J white t shirts until people make you buy nicer <laughs> shirts. Yeah, I'm starting. I'm, I'm, I'm turning over a new leaf. Uh, good, I'm glad. Yeah, for those of you unaware, uh, we went to a baby shower earlier in the year, and uh, Juan, why don't you tell the story? <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to Michael's for uh, his baby shower, and uh, I tell him because Mark, live, you live like five minutes away from me driving, so I'm like, Mark, I'll pick you up. He's like, All right, cool. I'm waiting for Mark outside. As I'm waiting for Mark, I literally get a text from Berto saying, <laughs> hey, make sure Mark doesn't come outside in a Vikings hat and a JYT shirt. Lo and behold. <laughs> he comes in with the Vikings hat and like a, it was what like was a it? Florida shirt. It's like something that says like beach. Yeah, it was like uh, I don't know. Panama City Beach. Or Most casualest thing ever, you know? I didn't have any nice clothes, so. So I'm like, dude, we're going to go to Target because I have to pick up my gift and yeah. you're going to pick out a shirt. I, I literally told, I text Berto right away. I'm like, yeah, we're going to Target. I'm making him buy something else. I see. And that's the, that's the good thing with Mark, you know, like he, uh, he's growing as a man, you know? Yep. And honestly, like we show up to the baby shower and he has his nice button down. It's like pink. And Everyone like complimenting trees. him. It has palm trees and everything. And he's like, wow, Mark, you look so good. Everybody was like, wow, Mark. Yeah. Like let me sleep with you and stuff and i'm just like <laughs> you know like monica's relatives were probably like eyeing mark down the whole party yeah i mean mark is a cutie patootie uh yeah no though but with with juan like i don't know just that at some point yeah, like you start working there and i think like i mean because you were over there on that side we never like really interacted wait did you end up going to that barbecue no so <laughs> i think it was that like thursday 
Johnny mentions it to me. He's like, hey, you're going to go to the barbecue this week? I'm like, no, I hear everybody talking about it, but no one's ever invited me. <laughs> and he's like, oh. Uh, he just walked away. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Kind of like, like when Johnny throws parties and and doesn't invite any everyone. Or like, fucking, oh, yeah, no, he did invite me to that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's it, it, it's funny because, again, there's, just, there's so many people who like all sort of just – joined at like one so when you first started there you what were you doing you were just i was just printing t-shirts or what do you mean what was i doing there like what like before you got stuck with like doing shoes you were just doing like regular one hour t stuff yeah and then trevor stopped doing shoes or he had to because he got busy with wrestling and frank comes up to me he's like hey you're gonna start doing shoes now my first thought i was just like fuck because trevor would complain about it and the guy before Trevor complained about it too. And supposedly it's like a big headache, you know, doing these shoes. And then once I started doing them and getting the hang of it, I'm just like, this is the easiest thing in the world. Like, I don't get why people will complain about shoes so well, much. Trevor's a heel, so he gets to do that. <laughs> and it's like, ironically enough, like, I, I'm a sneakerhead. I love shoes. So, like, I do, I guess I do put care into these shoes. I, like, guys, if you guys are listening out there, like I said, like Berto said, if you have bought a, you know, pair of shoes in the last year i put a lot of care into them and uh if you don't like them you can fuck off (laughs) (laughs) um so like yeah i'm a sneakerhead so like i'm i try to make sure that every pair of shoes looks good what's funny with with that i think is um well sort of with you working there in general is that we've now there's like certain there's actually several people that work with us now who were like big fans and stuff like that because like even like earlier today i was like looking through your facebook for like a, a picture to use for the graphic and stuff and there's like pictures of you at signings and like it like it's because there's like a lot of people that come in and that come through the signings that like i don't know then clearly but then like yeah. later on when i meet them i'm just like oh shit like i it, like i took that picture or i was there or, like i remember you or like or not you specifically like people would be like oh like how how was it that you came about like learning about pro wrestling tees and stuff like that? Uh, I think it was when CM Punk finally came out and did the stuff with pro wrestling tees. Like, oh, like I'm having new shirts at pro wrestling tees and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck is pro wrestling tees? So then I start looking into it and I start seeing that like, you guys have like legends and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I guess they're legit, you know? So I kid you not, I had just started working like what CM Punk signed to pro, pro wrestling tees in 2014 like yeah like 20 probably like 2014 2013 i was just i had just started working like my first job ever at Giordano's, and uh i get it's like my second paycheck and that's when i see him pucking on it's like his thing and i'm like dude like i'm just like ready to drop my like my whole paycheck on this same like all all his merch i kid you not i bought like four different shirts mm-hmm. of cm punks and i'm just like all right well you know like i'm just gonna keep waiting until he keeps dropping more shit but then, like, obviously, like, Bullet Club, like, got bigger and stuff like that. So then I would buy, like, Bullet Club shirts from here and then with Cody. And then, you know, just the so, fandom got bigger. So you would come to all, like, the signings and, and things we would do at the store and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was number two in line for the All-In Press Conference behind Eastwood. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I was uh, out there in the rain. And uh, Ryan sent us pizza that night. Yeah, it was it was so funny like i get there like it was like 9 30 at night the night prior and um eastwood's out there and i'm just like all right well i'm you know i just plop my chair down plop my stuff get settled in 
an hour later, Domino's guy shows up and he's like, "Hey, uh, I have a delivery for a Ryan Barkin." I didn't know Ryan was the like that was the owner of Pro Wrestling Tees, and East was like, "Oh, like well, that's the owner of Pro Wrestling Tees, like, but the shop is closed. I don't think he's inside unless you want to call him." So the guy calls Ryan, and then the guy's just like, "Yeah, he told me to just leave the pizza out to you guys." Oh. So I was like, oh, wow, that's, like, fucking super nice. It was, like, a two-liter of Pepsi, though, and no cups. So we kind of, like, had an air drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> we had to share a Pepsi between the two of us. So it was just the two of you guys. There was nobody else? Uh, For a good while, yeah. For at, a- at what point did Richard show up? I, uh, I think it was, like, the fifth one in line. And then it started raining. And he's like, hey, do you guys want to come inside my car and get warmed up and, like, just, like, stay dry? I knocked out in this car. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't like the guy could have kidnapped me and killed me for all that. <laughs> but it was like three a.m. already. I'm tired, and I'm just like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll go in your car. Jesus. And then I was, I kind of cheated in a way, because I was soaking wet, because it rained, and I was soaking wet, and I'm like, hey, I told the guy behind me, I'm like, hey, do you mind saving my spot in line? I live like pretty close. I'm gonna go change because I'm wet. So I got an Uber and I, I don't live close to here at all. <laughs> so I got an Uber. I like walked down the block and I got an Uber and I went home to change and then I came back and the guy's like, "Did you go take a nap or something?" I'm like, "Yeah," but no, I I I don't know. I just I cheated in a way. I mean, it's fine. It, it wound up paying off and like yeah, like it's funny because like I've never I don't know about you, Mark. Like I've never waited overnight for anything like that. Like I think the closest was when CM Punk had his, like, DVD screening, like, up here, I remember that was my plan. I, I remember I was going to go to Walmart and, like, fucking... Because it was cold as fuck out, I remember, and I was just going to buy, like, a thermal blanket or something and just camp outside. And I remember, um, at the time, uh, Marty Nerosa, I was just like, hey, I'm like, I know you're friends with Punk. I was like, I'm going to do this and camp out. Like, can you just, like, can you just help me make sure I get a picture with the fucking guy? Like, really, that's all I want. And he was just like, don't worry, you're on the VIP list with me. And I was oh, like, ah. Oh. And then, yeah, so, like, after that, like, I've never really had to, like, wait outside for anything. Like, the like, closest probably, like, for concerts and stuff like that. Like, every time I would go see Atmosphere, I would always, like, show up to the venue super early. Like, I would show up because I want to be the first one in line because I know he shows up early and, like, says hi to everyone and stuff like that. And they were always mostly, like, summer shows. But I remember there was one winter show and I was just like, oh, I was fucking freezing. It was the oh, absolute God. worst. Thankfully, it didn't fucking rain or anything. Yeah, no, I was so pissed when it started raining. I was like, "Fuck, I'm drenched. I'm get sick." I'm like, "Yeah, I gotta go change." So yeah, I went. I mean, like, I guess I cheated because everyone else was like all wet, and then I came back in dry clothes. So I'm just like, "Hey guys," but that was like what, like only like the first 100 people. I don't know. I wa- like I that. I didn't work that. Uh, like I didn't wind up working that. I had something going on that day because I remember. Um, I might have even no. I don't know if I lived next door at the time. So I might. I actually, yeah, I would have been. No, all in. I wouldn't have been living there. It was like the first fifty or a hundred people, something like that. That's oh, why nice. I was like. That's why I was like, I gotta be like get in here, you know, like. I wasn't there, but I I know for a fact it was like the first hundred people. Yeah. Get in or whatever. I was like, this is gonna be like huge, and like who knows, like maybe the people that get to the press conference might get like first crack at tickets or something, you know. So that's why I was like, I gotta be in that line. I don't the only thing I remember from that is so no I wasn't living there I had already moved at this point Paul Paul Anthony and Tanya they were living next door because Anthony one of my friends Tanya as well they live with Paul also former guest of the show and I remember um 
Anthony, he's like a huge music head. He was just like, like I remember texting him because him and Paul were working security. And I remember I was like, oh, how's it going? He's like, yeah, I just met Billy Corgan. I was like, oh, yeah, how did that oh, go? Shit. He was like, yeah, he's fucking weird. Like, because <laughs> he was there. I was like, yeah, did you ask him about lizard people and why he thinks the world's a vampire? He was just like, no, that dude was just fucking weird. He's like, I didn't, I didn't really talk to him and stuff like that. Jesus. And then I think, like, they put someone through a table or something like that. Yeah, the, uh, I think it was Flip that went through a table, which is good because fuck Flip. Yeah, Flat Earther. Yeah, uh, what did Cody say? I fucking hate Flip Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> um, but fuck Cody too. No, come on, guys. Cody's a nice guy. No, I would. I would have kept his belt, though. I would have kept his belt. I don't know if I would have thrown it back. I would have resold. That would have been like, yeah. No, I would have threw it. You would have threw, threw it? it. Yeah, throw it back. Now I would have been. I'm, I'm fucking greedy. I would like, hey, five hundred dollars right now on the spot. I, I mean, Some, sure. Someone yeah. would have fucking Leprechaun Boy would have done it probably. Oh, that Leprechaun guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. I was pretty buzzed at that event so i thought it was actually when you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I we mentioned before one of my favorite things um is juan gets fucking lit at these fucking wrestling shows so i remember late as a christmas tree is lit as, how to handle yeah it's it lit as a christmas tree although yeah juan in fairness does know how to handle himself like other people yeah i remember it all out fucking juan's walking down and i'm or like i went to go use the bathroom and juan's walking away and i was like hey i was like what happened Raul? and he was like he's fucked he just did like he you know he did like the hand thing he's like he's fucked and i was like oh okay but uh at the united center show you know cm punk comes back and everyone's just fucking going crazy and stuff mark's crying fucking everyone's just going crazy and at one point i look behind and juan is just shirtless like with his with his shirt he has a cm punk zombie shirt that's the actual that's the first cm punk shirt i've ever bought Really? For the from the line from the seat for yeah. Did you, did you buy it? Did you buy it from the site or at T two E two? The site. The site. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was like, oh, this is a badass shirt. Like, I need this shirt. I bought that, and I bought that uh the Cubs hoodie uh-huh. that he has. Like, but, the, yeah, the, the Bears boys. dressed as him. So I that was those were the first two things I ever bought from Pro Wrestling Tees. I think the first because I I would say I was buying things from One Hour Tees like like. Yeah, like you know, whenever fucking, whenever I found out about them. But I remember there was some. It would have been, I think, maybe their like first Black Friday. So one of their sales, or Paul and I, when we were both fucking broke as fuck, like both me and him, like just put together one or to save on shipping. And I remember, like, because you couldn't pick up in store. Like we might have even called them and like, could you pick up in store? And they were like, no. Like now you can, but back then, like you couldn't. And so I remember, I bought a the Bullet Club shirt. And the CM Punk floor one. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I remember going to getting it in time for C2E2, going to C2E2 and buying the one that you're talking about, the the zombie one or whatever. It's like a Walking Dead one. Right? They say it's like a Walking Dead parody or whatever. Um, do you remember yours? Your first ones that you bought from Bros. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was the Hangman. Uh, the the hangman bullet club parody with the noose mm-hmm. and the og bullet club with the actual like the actual bullet mm-hmm. those were my first two shirts that i bought here and i bought them like at the shop like cause i i i had known about person teeth for five years now i think but i never really spent money here until yeah like until that shirt dropped the hangman page one i was like i gotta buy that and then i remember i would like come to the shop like i i I wouldn't really buy online i would just like well 
uh, I would come with my coworker, and we was like, okay, what do we, what can we buy or whatever? Because again, at the time we were working at Target, and they, you could not work more than forty hours, which sucked. So yeah, Mister Eighty Hour Man over here. I know. Yeah. Um. They, they would only schedule you for a certain amount. Like, oh, you, they would schedule for like three days or four days out of the week. So we would have like such a small paycheck, and it's like, well. We'll see what we can buy. We would end up buying like two shirts because that's all we could really afford. But yeah, um, that was my first shirt. Well, it's funny about like talking about like buying wrestling merchandise because again, aside from being a sneakerhead, like you mentioned, like I don't, I mean, I wear th- these Vans are like three, four years old now, and I'm just like wearing them down to yeah, where they like look pretty fucking worn. Yeah, like I was telling like I was telling Veronica, I'm like I, I'm like my feet hurt. I my feet actively hurt. Probably uh, from wearing these. Like I feel like get another pair, buddy. Well, I have another pair, but these are just more comfy because they're already broken in. Um, but aside from being a sneakerhead like yourself, another thing that I was completely unaware of until maybe. Uh, I, no, it wasn't the United Center show. Or maybe it was the United Center show. But you and your brother, avid collector of wrestling masks. It's actually it's more so my brother than me. I I do have a couple, uh, nothing really major. But it all started at like a warrior show. Um, Penta and Phoenix were at the warrior show, and my brother just randomly like said like, "Hey, Penta, how much for your mask?" Mm-hmm. I think it was like three hundred. So my brother's like, "All right, just boom, three hundred out of his wallet, dropped it right there." And then that was his first ever mask. I didn't. I honestly didn't know you could just straight up buy Luchador's like masks like on the spot like that. Or like I don't know. I don't know how that worked. Yeah. But my brother's like, yeah, like I've seen like videos on YouTube where like guys like have Lucha mask collections and uh and like their stories behind them, like like how they bought them and stuff like that. So that's how his collection started. And ever since then, like he has that one. And then MLW did like their like their first pay-per-view here or something like uh it was la park against jacob fatu and like a street fight or something uh my brother met la park before the show and he's like hey i call can i call dibs on your mask for the show tonight and la park's like yeah for sure and don't worry like just 350 and it's yours meet me at the end of the show the mask because uh, it's a street fight, Jacob Fatu just went in on LA Park and he like ripped the mask mm-hmm. and it was all bloody and everything. It was uh. my brother just getting excited, like yes, like this is exactly what I want. I want a bloody mask. I want to rip the mask, like yes, three fifty right there. All the fucking LA Park's blood all over the mask and it all ripped up and everything. So like. he was a man of his word. Yeah, uh, as opposed uh, to other re- people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, most luchadors are they're men of their word. I remember there was like when I used to go to AAW shows. Um, there was like one of them where Phoenix, where I remember, uh, Pentagon, he, I remember I was just like, Hey, do you have any masks? And he was like, Oh, he's like, he's like, I have one, right. He's like, I have one. I'll sell it to you for 200. He goes, but cash only. I didn't have any cash. And I was just like, Oh fuck. I was like, where are you going to be here at the next one? He's like, yeah, yeah. At the next one. And then I went to the next one and someone offered him like, I think double that. And I was like, by all means, dude, like fucking, Go, you know go ahead and like get that shit because yeah i mean right. if someone's offering double by all means i'm not gonna fucking match it even then i was one of those things where i was like uh do i really want to spend that much but it was because he was like and it, i'm sh- i think he might have fucking sold it or something or, or worn it or something it was just like there with his merch because you know how like by the ringside they'll have their t-shirts yeah, up and everything and he just had a mask there and i was like oh are, are, are you selling that too and then like t- two years ago when I, I I was trying to go for Halloween that year, for Halloween I was going to be Pentagon, 
at the All Out uh, press conference because his whole outfit he bought from fucking um, H&M and I found it on H&M. Oh, shit. And so I was like, and I, I found the closest mask that I could get to him and like, I bought it off like eBay and stuff like that. Um, I went so far as to like try and get contacts for for the fucking thing because obviously i wear glasses and stuff like that and the morning of i could not get the contacts and and my eyes were all red and puffy and i was just like guess i'm not doing the fucking thing so i have like a pentamask somewhere but i mean it's just like i bought it off ebay you know no for sure like no it's a cool experience like uh you're at a show you go up to the luchador and be like hey like are you selling a mask or sometimes we'll be like hey like somebody already called dibs like but we have these and like you know my brother tends to go more for the ring worn stuff um his third mask was the ray phoenix's all out 2019 uh mask when he fought in the ladder match with the young bucks because um, he was at a warrior show the next day after all out there was a warrior show the next day and uh they were both there ray phoenix and uh penta and uh i guess my brother had messaged phoenix on instagram prior to the uh, warrior show um but apparently phoenix just like forgot like mm-hmm. Forgot, forgot, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, tends to be a tends to be a recurring theme with that guy, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. F- fuck Republic of Lucha for fucking me over. <laughs> All out twenty twenty one. I could it. Anyways, that's another story. <laughs> but uh, Phoenix sold the mask that he fought with that warrior, and he's like, I only got one left. It's the last night's, but that was for five hundred. And my brother's just like, All right, fuck it. Here's five hundred right here. Twenty nineteen. All out. Nice. Is your brother your gateway into pro wrestling? It was uh, my brother and my dad, actually. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, I'm born and raised on wrestling. Like, I have, Michael, my mom has home videos of me, like, doing the people's elbow on my dad and my brother, and I'm, like, a three-year-old, like, just, like, you know, <laughs> over here saying, like, la, 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 like, can you smell what The Rock is cooking and stuff like that. And like I'm, I have pictures of me as a two year old doing the DX suck it and stuff like that. <laughs> it's just like I literally born and raised into pro wrestling. Like my brother and my dad are my biggest influences, I guess, into like what I like and like my hobbies. Uh, my brother's also the gateway into like sneakers and uh, things he, like that. He's a sneakerhead. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a big sneakerhead. Uh, I mean, the dude likes to spend his money. So, hmm. I kind of what i like to do now too <laughs> so so what's kind of like your earliest mem- like your earlier memories of wrestling then my earliest memory of wrestling i kid you not might be when so i'm 24 i was born in 97 i can't remember exactly when i started watching it but my earliest memory is uh when the rock threw stone cold's uh smoking skull belt into the river mm-hmm. and i literally like i'm pretty sure that happened in like 99 I've not. Yeah, I wasn't watching. Yeah, like that's yeah. my earliest memory. Like when it was like on Raw. Like I don't know why that sticks out to me so much. And like I had my dad would uh, he had a coworker that would uh, buy the pay per views and he would tape them. And like my dad would get home the next day and I would watch the pay per views like that way. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is like the best thing ever, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at Rumble two thousand. That's also like one of my earliest memories. Uh, it stuck out to me because uh, I forgot who brought a bowling ball into the match. And they just, like, the, I forgot. Fuck. Might have been Al Snow. I don't know. Point is, dude's in the corner sitting down, spread. spread and they throw a fucking bowling yeah, ball. Yeah, they throw a bowling ball into his balls, and I'm just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, just, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, The Rock 
with the smoking skull belt. That's 99. Holy shit. Yeah. And so you were like two years old. Well, it's no, not even. It was April of 99. So you would have been one. Nine, for some two. reason, like that's always stuck out to me. I don't even have memory like that. I, I mean, sometimes like I, I have like some memories of being a kid and that young. Cause like I, I have a vivid memory of my parents taking me to see. Ice Age. No. <laughs> the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. In th- like so i remember it, it had to have been that because like i remember going like leaving the theater and the poster was right there for mighty morphin power rangers so i at the early and i think that came out in like 95 um oh i forgot you're older than us yeah i'm yeah, so much older I, some, honestly i do sometimes tend to forget that some people are older than us <laughs> you guys sound like my fucking girlfriend i'm not that much older than you well, guys no it's not even that it's just you look younger than what you're a lot of people at the shop just look a lot younger Listen, except- a lot of people at the shop look like shit not me because i drink a gallon of water a day my skin looks flawless i'm not gonna uh, let you do have pretty flawless skin thank you yeah no so but, so that would i would have been about like two years old when that would have came out and, and like i have a member like the like so i have a memory of seeing that and then funny enough the next movie that i have a a super vivid memory of going to go see where like i can remember exactly everything is star wars episode one because we came in late i remember we came in at the point where um they're already fighting the droids at the beginning yeah so maybe maybe only like five minutes later something like that but it's funny because again so aside from sneakers and, and and your shoes and stuff like that um, another big, another thing that you're super big, super huge into is Star Wars. I, no one ever, no one in my family likes Star Wars. So when Episode Three came out, like I was, I was like, what, like ten? I can't take myself to the theater, you know. <laughs> ten? No, I mean that would came yeah. out in two thousand five. Also, I was eight. <laughs> I can't. Eight, just like. <laughs> Yeah, one came up that 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 actually reminds me of. I saw the clip earlier. It's an episode of The Simpsons. It's like where Bart comes out and he's in his pajamas, and Jimbo's like, "I just literally saw." It. Yeah, he's like, he's like, "Oh, he goes, look at your pajamas. Who bought them for you? Your mommy." He's like, he's like, "Of course she did. Who else would buy them for me?" <laughs> he's like, "You win this like, one, Simpson." Or like when they uh, in South Park when they go to uh, watch uh, the Terrence Phillip movie. It's just like little kids trying to buy movie tickets for an R-rated movie. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so like, I, I can't remember how I got into Star Wars, but definitely Episode Three. Like when it came out, like I was like, "Oh damn, I want to go watch that." Mm-hmm. Not knowing, honestly, not knowing that there was a prior whole trilogy to this, like the original trilogy or one and two. Like I'm like, I just want to see this because it looks fucking dope, like lightsabers and like robots and shit. Hell yeah, you know, like that's like an eight year old boy's wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> see, it's funny because like with Star Wars, with me, like I the you know the, the first three that come out episode four five and six like i the first star wars anything that i see is space balls so <laughs> I, I remember seeing space balls on wgn um because it was like one of those like you know yeah. s- saturday or sunday afternoon movies or whatever and like i watch it and i'm like oh this is funny and shit and then i remember like episode four coming on and i'm like what the fuck is this bullshit like this isn't funny at all <laughs> like like what the fuck like I'm so confused, and then okay, like oh, it was like a uh, you know a parody. A, a parody of it, and so I remember like watching four or five and six, and I was kind of just like, yeah, okay, yeah. Again, I, like, I was a kid at the time, but then I would have been around like six or seven when the when episode one comes out, you know. And so like I I, go, I see that um, it was my birthday like the summer that I came out because I, I like I've told a story where you know uh, 
by Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout uh, out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. He um he by he's he comes up to me. He's just like, hey, it's fine. I talked about it with him. He's like, he doesn't remember. The, I, don't, I don't I don't recall if he remembers the exact interaction, but I do. You know, he's like, oh hey, because it was my birthday. He's like, I got you a birthday present. He goes, do you like Star Wars? I'm like, yeah. He goes, do you like playing with toys? I'm like, yeah. He goes, do you like Jar Jar Binks? I was like, no. And then he gave me like a Jar Jar Binks toy. And the fucked up thing, I played with it a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, I definitely played with it like a lot. Um, but then it's like the next, you know, th- those three like are the ones that like I fuck with. Cause a lot, a lot of times people will be like, the prequels. Yeah. I'm like, dude, those movies are fuck. I like them. I'm sorry. Like I know four five and six are like the Holy grail to some people. And, and I know, listen, I'm sure there's some people listening right now who are like Star Wars. Fuck Star Wars. I don't give a fuck. But it, it to me, you know, it's like those, you know, those episode one, two, and three. Those are the ones I grew up on. And then I remember when they're like, "Oh, we're doing three more," and I, and I really like the Force Awakens. That one, Force Awakens is pretty good. I love that. I specifically remember we threw a surprise party for my for Elisa for my cousin. And myself and my friend Lewis at the time, I remember we were like, it's like, all right, happy birthday. And I remember like, all right, fuck, let's, let's get the fuck out of here. Cause, um, at the time I was still working here and at Kohl's, I was working like reception here. I was still receptionist and I was working at Kohl's and I did not give a fuck about working there. And like, long story short, they're like, Hey, we need you for black Friday. I go up there. They're like, they put me in customer service and they're like, Oh, here you go. We have these, uh, movie passes for star Wars. Uh, so just give them out to people. And it was like a voucher worth two tickets. Ooh. So of course I gave out like five and then kept the rest and I would sell them to people. Um, and I remember I was like, come on, let's go. So because I had those, I would go see it. I probably went to go see that movie like four or five times. I saw it twice. Twice? No, dude. I, I went a few times <laughs> to go see it. I uh, I went with this girl that I really liked in uh, in high school. I like, I don't know. We had like a really good friendship. And um, I told her, I'm like, you're going to go see Star Wars with me. Like, I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. I don't give a fuck if you fall asleep. Like, I want you to go see Star Wars with me. And she's like, all right. She was down. But she couldn't do opening day for whatever reason so we bought tickets for saturday which is the day after opening day but i was like nah i gotta see this opening day so i go with my best friend at the time um we go see it opening day and then i go see it with her that's following saturday and i'm just like yeah this is this is fucking amazing like i was just waiting and waiting like a whole year when after it got announced that they were making like six seven Mm -hmm. i just couldn't wait well, that's a funny thing too, because like with with a lot of those movies, like again, like some people just have this like, fuck Star Wars, and like I get it, like, but everything has a fucking fan base like that. Everything you you know, if you're into fucking music, there's like that. You're into sports, it's like that. But for some reason, it, for some reason, it's always like those things they get like you know like Star Wars and like wrestling and things like that. They get like shit on, and it's like pff, you know fuck off. Like it's all it's all the same shit. You're all a bunch of fucking nerds complaining about it and stuff like that. Um but like I, I think like it's kind of cool like now that they're like oh we're gonna do it like you know you have like Mandalorian season one and two and like Mark did you did you watch any of the Mandalorian? I only watched like the first two episodes. I, I shame on you. I I'm not big on Star Wars. Dude, I had nothing wrong with it. Like the only one I've ever I have, I've seen two of them it, or three. It's like crazy. Like, like now, like my my worlds are coming together. Sorry to cut you off, Mark. No, it's good. It's, like, it's okay. Remember how I showed you that like that Boba Fett Columbia jacket sold out? By the way, I didn't get it. Four fifty. Four fifty. Four fifty for a fucking jacket, but it's like looks like Boba Fett's armor. 
So it's like now like high priest culture and Star Wars are fusing together because of like how popular the Mandalorian got and like Boba Fett and stuff like that. So I'm just like, oh my god, like Adidas are coming out with uh, shoes and like Mandalorian colorways and like Boba Fett colorways. And I'm just like, I need those. I need those. So you know, uh, if anybody listening out there that wants to give me a Christmas gift, please <laughs> that four hundred fifty dollar jacket. Yeah. Uh, well, like I know something that again we also have in common that I know Mark is also into, um, and speaking about going to the movies are the Marvel movies, the you know the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, and well, no, you won't be going with us, but me and Mark we're gonna go. <laughs> oh, he was supposed to go, but I guess he likes his girlfriend more than us, so whatever. <laughs> I mean, hey, just wait till just wait, Berto, just wait till Mark gets a yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, wait, wait till you you know you'll no, understand, Mark. No, nah, I'm never gonna have a girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, but yeah like you know like you're into the comics and shit too like that and i think that pretty much just kind of falls like hand in hand right with like wrestling because wrestling is essentially fucking live comics i didn't honestly i didn't know like how nerdy wrestling could be i thought it was like badass like yeah tables ladders and chairs and fucking badass grown men in underwear fighting in the middle of a ring i didn't realize how nerdy it could be you know like i'm i'm like oh shit like this is actually pretty cool like you know like that's in comic conventions and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, people actually, like, dive deep into the world of wrestling. And, like, they can literally name, like, a match from, like, March 2nd, 1986 or something like that. You know, like, that's how, like, I wish I was that type of person to, like, issue out a random fact about a comic book that came out in, like, 86. Like, the second issue of Spider-Man or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like, people can reference that so easily. Yeah, and I've always been like, I've always wanted to be one of those type of people, dude. One of my friends, W. H. Park, like he he can do that, and I'm I'm always just like, fuck, like I I again, like you said, like I I wish that I knew enough about that stuff to just be able to boom 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 so right. easily just like throw out those facts and stuff like because like I don't like Mark's like that with fucking sports, like you too, like sometimes I hear you guys talking about sports and it's like you guys are speaking this foreign language, where I'm just <laughs> like, ah, uh, yes, the uh new england patriots just saying jose canseco yeah you know i'm like oh is daryl strawberry still playing you're like it's the wrong fucking sport you idiot yeah <laughs> uh but yeah like so you know um fuck you haven't you you yeah i know you haven't neither of you've watched fucking hawkeye no. so it's like you can't really talk about that um no, although you should watch money heist Oh, listen I, my, my my short marvel review for this week though will be if you were uh if you were a fan of the Netflix Marvel shows, um, uh, specifically Daredevil, there's a character that all but got confirmed uh, in in this last episode of, of Hawkeye. Oh boy! With which with literally just like a laugh and like a hand being put on a little girl's cheek and just you know, shout out Vincent D'Onofrio is all I'm fucking saying, but uh they announced so you know of course we're, we're you know we're gonna go watch spider-man 3 not together but we're still gonna watch it same day mark and i we actually got tickets we're gonna go watch it at 4 30 that day we're we're leaving where i'm gonna come in early that way because i know frank's is gonna be talking shit the entire time yeah so i, mean, I remember really too. We, we asked frank he's like or you asked me you're like like hey we're, uh can we leave the movie starts at four thirty, and then whenever it's done, we'll come back and back to work. And he's like, "No," and it's like, "Why not?" He's like, "Cause you fucking get here at 11. <laughs> he's like, "Well," I was like, and he was like, "Well, actually, you can't go. Mark can." I'm like, and "You're like, why? Mark gets here at seven. And he's like, "Frank, 
We're gonna be back. It's okay. Yeah, I was like, no, I was like, I get here like 10, 10 30, depending on the day. And then we were asking him, like, do you want to go? He's like, nah, I don't want to go. And then he's like, actually, you know what? Yeah, check, t- tag me in or whatever. And it was like, and they're like, oh, there's no recliners. He said, whatever. He's like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, Frank, listen, I get it. Frank's a big guy. He needs a fucking comfy recliner. Like, I get uncomfortable in just regular seats like that. That's but two and a half hour movie, too. So you gotta, gotta bundle up and get cozy. Yeah, but they actually just announced this week though, like, because there was a lot of speculation where they're like, "Oh, this is gonna be the last one," which like, I don't, I don't know why anyone for a minute thought that. Like, this next movie is gonna make all the money in the world, and they're they're not gonna be like, "All right." I I genuinely think it's gonna break the record for most what uh, box office. I, I, I said this last week. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, as of right, I I think it goes uh, Avatar and Game Titanic. I can't believe Avatar is still number one. Well, they re-released it. And so it made some more money. So like, it was like one of those like. I'm not gonna lie, I've never watched Avatar. I've, I I don't get, why why did why the fuck did it sell so much? I don't know. Did I I saw the movie and I wasn't like I didn't care. I remember I, I went to go see with my cousin. Only I fucking Avatar I know is fucking Avatar the Airbender. I've that fucking movie flopped. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've never watched that either. People are always tell me, I sh- and I'm just I like, like honestly, like I know Avatar like might not be an anime, but like. I've never watched any anime at all. Oh, you know, we were having this conversation at lunch the other day. Yeah. I really think you would like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Of yeah, course. so did, uh, you know, the new employee at the, yeah, the store. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's it's it. a fucking, it's a good show. But, so. Daryl? No. Uh, hey, we, have, we have a guy, we have a new guy at the shop named Daryl. I had no, I, I, like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't think that was him. I was just like, oh, where's this other guy named Daryl? He's just a skinny little white kid, you know? <laughs> He's a good guy, you know. Shout out there. I don't know you. We haven't. Shout out there. You're probably formally uh, met, but yeah. I mean. Yeah, same thing. I've I've not formally introduced myself to Daryl, but hey, shout out Daryl. He seems like a very hard worker over there. Shout out the new employee too. <laughs> I mean, if you know the new person at uh, reception. Oh, listen. As former receptionist myself, not that good of a job. Andrew was a little better, but uh, yeah. So they're gonna do three more Spider-Man movies, which means. Like clearly, this one will have some sort of conclusion, but like not really. Like, what what are you looking? I think what are you looking forward to most from this Spider Man movie? Because there's so much speculation as to like what's gonna happen, what could happen, that like nobody really knows what is going to happen. I don't know. For for whatever reason, I feel like Morbius is gonna have to do something in this new movie because that'll lead into the new trilogy that supposedly just got a confirmed. Confirmed. Like not in the movie, but maybe in the post credit scene something like that i don't know wild theory wild theory i know you're looking at me like what the fuck no i just i i i was in the assumption like venom would be the post credits oh really yeah well because that's the thing like a lot well the whole thing is like it's supposed to be sinister six so they're like oh one more villain will show up but i'm like well well who it's so it's what electro lizard sandman doc ock and green goblin green goblin I mean, you could have Vulture show up, too. Vulture. Like, Michael Keaton's right there, so Michael yeah. Keaton could be that sixth one. They've also introduced, uh, uh, what's his name, Scorpion. But like, Mike Gargan, yeah. Yeah, but he you know, like, he hasn't really done much yet. You know, you, you, you could bring someone in, like, Rhino, but, like, I think they've said, like, no, Rhino's not in it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's always, like, the, you know, the token sixth character you could just introduce. Um, Hydra, man. <laughs> uh, sure or Mysterio Mysterio could also not be dead 
I heard that theory. Yeah, I've heard that theory as yeah. well. Well, see, one thing, one theory, because like I, I love all of, like the the theory videos. The like, oh, what's really going on? One that I saw that, that I was like, oh, okay, was so there's there's the the trailer, the second trailer they released that like we all watch while we're doing crates, um, <laughs> where it's like the it, the kids are like, what's your name? And then their next shot is like Doc Ock, and he's like Doctor Otto Octavius, and they're just like, no, really, what's your name? And he's like dr otto octavius so someone pointed out i was like it was like a tiktok i was watching they're like that's not the same scene they're like because one it's two different backgrounds like you look at where doc ock is and it's clearly some like underground lab layer and then you look at where the kids are and it's clearly a basement so yeah. it's just two different things maybe it's the same one but like it just doesn't look the same chameleon so confirmed. Been, like asking oh, that too it, there was a thing about chameleon i like like as I mentioned last week, uh, Spider-Man was one of like those superheroes that I grew up admiring. One for the comics and two because of the animated series, which I watched. I remember I had a DVD, not not a DVD. I'm sorry, a VHS. It was like Spider-Man. It was like a crossover with Daredevil. I had that one, and I had another one that was like centered around Green Goblin. But like I would watch it. I for they would play it on Jetix back in like the mid 2000s. I remember Jetix, and then. They, I remember seeing episodes. They would have like uh, Chameleon. It would, there was like two sinister sex episodes. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's like one of those like Spider-Man villains that I think is kind of underrated. I could be off, but on that, but he it'd be cool because with that, there's two superheroes in comics that have the best rogues gallery and that's Batman and Spider-Man. And there's just so much variety with Spider-Man now that the three movies are being announced with. So it's more so just, you have so much to work with if you want to bring in new villains and whatnot. Well, see, I, I think what would kind of be cool. So like get these guys out of the way almost. So like, all right, now you can move on to more because there is, because yeah. there's like Sony announced that they're that you know they're doing Craven the Hunter with Aaron Taylor Johnson because I remember, um, like what with Spider Man No Way Home that was a, or no this is the third one with Far From Home the last one I remember I was like what would have been a fucking awesome post credits was you know you have the the whole scene the you know Spider Man is Peter Parker and then he's like what the and then it stops yeah you know um the post credit scene could have been, you know, uh, there's someone just on a tablet watching everything that's going on or whatever, and then that scene goes on, and then they turn off the tablet, and, you know, you just shift the camera over, and it's Craven the Hunter looking at it, you know? Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, well, same thing where I was just like, when they introduced, when I was like, oh, I think it was before Venom came out, I was like, you can introduce a symbiote, by you know because at this point it was like infinity war was coming out it's like well spider-man's gonna go into space yeah and it was i was like well he could be on, attached to him well it's like you could have him be in the in the plane you know or the fucking the milano you know with the guardians and they're like don't touch you know don't touch any of this stuff and you know you can have him like knock something over break something and then you know that that's how he gets a symbiote uh, but I mean, whatever the case, that none of that is happening. Um, but re- so regardless, what the point I was trying to get at was, was like two different scenes, and they're like the scene you see with the kids is them meeting up uh, Peter Parker, yeah. that, like which is why they laugh and they're like, haha, no, like really, what's your name? Um, but I think it's exciting because again, they're showing like they're showing us a lot of stuff, 
but it's very unbecoming of Marvel to just be like, oh, yep, here you go. Here are all the secrets. This is everything we're hiding. Like, this is everything that we're not showing everybody else. Like, that's just not the way they work. So, and like my my theory for the longest has been, everyone's like, yeah, we're going to see three Spider-Man. And I'm like, yep, yes, you are. You're going to see three Spider-Man on top of Tom Holland because I fucking think they're bringing in Miles Morales. Like, that. Uh, that's, that's just... That's pretty. That's or pretty they bring in theory. animated theory Spider-Man. Well, the next Spider-Man into the the into the Spider Verse, um, they're bringing him. Oh, the that and guy. Make your face shocker! And you're like, get back here, shocker! They should uh, they should remake the Spider-Man uh, animated series like they're doing like X-Men '97. Well, that's a continuation, I think. That that one, like, yeah, that that, that, that that one's that's a, what I get. Try to say like a continu- continuation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, I don't know. I'm. I was actually. I was just checking now because supposedly they were supposed to show like a trailer for the next into the spider-verse today um but i think if they're smart wait for that fucking spider-man movie to come out and then drop it yeah because that fucking miles morales is gonna show up. i'm calling it now that miles morales is showing up live action because again the only thing that they're doing is they're building young avengers and you could fucking just throw you know young miles morales in there i just, Dude, I, just I just can't awesome. wait like december 16th can't come soon enough yeah you're going to deal right yeah oh so I mean, you guys are gonna go at four thirty. I'm going at six thirty. Yeah, we're just gonna spoil everything for you, yeah, just because you didn't come with us. <laughs> just <laughs> like I remember, I told him I was like, "Oh yeah, I was already looking at tickets." Because I asked him, and he was like, "Yeah, it, it was like a two hour wait." And he's like, "I wasn't gonna wait that fucking long." Same thing with Delgado. Like he's like he waited three hours to buy the tickets, oh my but God. he I, bought him for his either friend or cousins because he's watching it in Vegas because he's gonna be in Vegas. I thought that guy stopped going to EDC shows. No, the, he's just going with his family, apparently. Huh? Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to be balling like Johnny, honestly. But yeah, I tell Juan, I'm like, trip okay. Every, trip every two months. So I was like, I was telling Juan, I'm like, all right, I'm going to fucking buy them. I texted you to see if you got them. So that way, okay, if he didn't, I'll buy three, and then all three of us will go, whatever. And and he's like, he comes back to me like five minutes later. He's like, uh say my, my girlfriend actually just bought me tickets for her and I to go and I'm like cool like I'm sorry but no it's okay I'm, I'm not mad or anything that's fine oh I'm not mad I'm not mad it's okay it's okay I'm not mad I'm not mad hey hey it's okay okay <laughs> but yeah then yeah I told Berto he said no and then I asked him I was like hey he's like I could buy the tickets I don't know if you plan going with your girlfriend because Juan already had already told me I was like oh let me find out Bert's going with his girlfriend. Moral of the story is that when Mark gets a girlfriend, oh God. we know he's gonna ditch the both of us I'm so not. hard. Yeah. And it's fine, Mark. Like I like listen, I, I told I told Veronica, I'm like, I'm gonna go watch it with Mark first and then later on that night we'll go watch it together. I was like, or later on that week or something, you know, because, you know, Johnny ditched you, Juan ditched you, but you know who's not ditching you, little buddy. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. And thank you, Veronica, for being understanding of this. <laughs> Shout out Veronica. Shout out Veronica. Oh, shout out Veronica, indeed. But yeah, no, I mean it's it's interesting because like I know another like Marvel property you're a big fan of is the Fantastic Four, which is weird because like I like the Fantastic Four, but I never hear anyone say like, oh, my favorite is like the Fantastic Four. Um, but John uh, Jonathan Watts, I believe his name is the same director for Spider Man. He's doing like the Fantastic Four movie, so I'm wondering if maybe like at that like a post credit for this or something like that will be will be them because like. 
like I don't know, like I'm sure I'm over them like doing origin stories. Like I don't care. I I don't need to know the Fantastic Four origin stories. I think it'd be cool if like because you know clearly they're gonna be bringing in other people and stuff from the multiverse. Like just bring them in already. Yeah. Like just bring them in and then fucking explain later. Like I think it'd be cool if you did like feature foundation too because like those, those white suits look fucking you know badass. pretty badass. Yeah, but like if it was up to you, how would you want those guys introduced? Well, uh, supposedly like. In Eternals, supposedly, like, it was rumored that one of the post-credit scenes was Galactus coming in or something like that. I Johnny had said something like that. And I'm just like, oh, what, really? I don't know. I really wouldn't know how to introduce them into the MCU at this point. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm stumped. You got me good. I think they should bring in Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. Yeah, like, and they're they're like, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, well, uh, funny well, enough. That- sorry. That would be pretty cool. Like he opens, like you know, with the whole multiverse and everything going on, and then Chris Evans comes in, and they're like, "Oh, look, it's Captain America!" And then he's like, "Ooh, I'm not fucking Captain America!" And then he just like takes his clothes off and he has a Fantastic Four suit underneath. That would actually be pretty fun. Well, it's funny because like that's one of the things with um like this this next Doctor Strange movie where they're like. You know, the multiverse of manners and all these rumors of people who are going to show up or make cameos and things like that. Like, listen, like they're right now for the next six weeks doing reshoots. And it's just like six weeks. That's a whole mo- that's a whole nother movie you're reshooting, you know. So maybe I don't know, maybe they have to change things up or for whatever the case may be. Um, but I think it'd be fun to just do that like because you know like that's the thing. Like, people forget like Chris Evans is supposedly back on board for something. Yeah, they haven't so, said what. Okay. Oh, hey, no, like maybe that's another movie I want to see desperately. You know, but it's like, how cool would it be to just like have him? Yeah, like you mentioned, have him cameo as that because again, like the door is fucking open to just like, yeah, sure, we're gonna fight. You know, we're gonna bring in fucking. Let's fucking get Eric Bana as Hulk back. Yeah, you could like you can literally do anything like that. That's what I just think is like one of the cooler things, especially too because like. So I'm sort of like reliving the MCU vicariously again through my girlfriend because she's like she just finished Thor Dark World, you know, like she's making her way through them. And it's just like one of those things where like she'll ask questions and I'm just like, there's some stuff where I'm like, yes, like, like, you know, like she, well, it's fine because like she was like, hey, does Jane Foster become a superhero? I mean, she only asked that because she's like, she just got injected with like the, the, the infinity stone or whatever. And I was just like, no, not because of that. But the next Thor is, you know, based around the Thor love and thunder. Like, yeah, she becomes Thor. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you asked a question, you asked it right, but it was technically no within the context of what you were asking for. Yeah. One of the reasons I love Fantastic Four so much is because my like my fondest memory of it was uh, my brother actually took me to go see that. Mm-hmm. I was it came out like in two thousand five. I was like in second grade. Oh five, yeah. Um, he took me to the midnight release of it. Um, I was I was in second grade, so like Holy my shit. bedtime was like you know like ten. <sighs> Bad boy. Uh, right we're coming back. Uh, maybe like two a.m. Point is, he starts racing some dude like. For, for whatever reason, he loved to go to the movies out in Crestwood because it was like a better movie theater, blah, 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 blah. And they had parking. Mm-hmm. Obviously, downtown Chicago, you know, you got oh, the worst fuck parking downtown Chicago. They had a parking lot. And on the way back home, he starts racing some dude and we get pulled over. 
we pull over my brother and they pull over the dude that he was racing it's keep in mind it's like 2 a.m on a friday night oh my god and then they separate my brother and i they put him in one cop car and they put me in another cop car and i have no idea what the fuck's going on i'm just like oh cool i'm riding in a cop car (laughs) it's like 2 a.m and i'm just like oh sweet cop car you know the cops tell me like hey do you want to see like what your brother's doing in the the other car like do you want to see your brother i'm like yeah okay he has the most sorriest look on his face the most worried look on his face like fuck my parents are gonna kill me like as soon as they find out about this like it was hilarious like (laughs) i'm just like oh my god like he looks like he's literally gonna faint because of how scared he is my mom and dad had to go pick me up at the fucking police station at 4 a.m like when they called my mom that like we're in like in a detention center or whatever like it was just all hell broke loose the next day on my brother like <laughs> kept him they, they had to bail him out or i don't know what they had to do but point is they kept him in there overnight and they went they'll pick me up <laughs> and my brother's like aren't you guys gonna like take me out and they're like no <laughs> so they took me home <laughs> and they just left him in here until how the next old was day. he at the time he's like he's 14 years older than me so 25 so, you're eight so eight 20 22 22 22 yeah. fucked up like i remember when i when i was a kid when i was a freshman i got arrested graffiti and i remember i was just like they arrested me and stuff like that and i was like can you not call my parents i was like i was like literally i was like keep me here overnight i don't give a fuck but they were like because i was a minor like we have to call your parents and i was like i got i was like can i call my uncle like is there anyone else i can call like i you know like it was one of those things where but like even then in hindsight because of what i did like you know like they put me on like parole and stuff like that um or I had like a parole officer and stuff like that. I was a non-parole. I, don't, but I had a parole. Like I wouldn't have been able to do those things behind my parents' back, you know. But I remember I was just like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Can you guys just keep me here, please?" I was like, "Keep me overnight." Like I was like, "It's fine. Like just like release me." But I was just like, "Yeah, like it doesn't. Like you're not an adult. It doesn't work that way." Like I'm sure. You like that's like with your brother where they're like, "All right," and then you know, fucking go ahead, go home and shit. But yeah. fuck, dude, like that. <laughs> I had no idea that ever happened. Yeah, like an eight-year-old kid, and I'm Jeez. like. I guess my mom and dad thought that I would be terrified at the police station, but I was actually having the time of my life. They gave me like a fucking like a toy badge and they gave me like candy and they gave me like stickers like and shit. I was like, happy wait, so were you, you, but you weren't like in the actual jail cell, were you? No, I was like in the police officer's like office mm-hmm. and stuff. And they like put cartoons on. It was like 3 a.m. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, man. nice. Boomerang. Yeah, it was like boomerang. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what do you want to watch? I'm like, oh, is there cartoons on? And they're like, yeah, they found boomerang. And I'm like, I'm literally like living it up. I'm talking to the police officer like about Madagascar because Madagascar was a big thing at the time. <laughs> I love that movie so much. And I'm telling him like it's my favorite movie. character like was like the penguins and stuff. And the guy's just, I, I don't think the guy knew what the fuck I was talking about, but he was entertaining me. And I'm just like, I was, I came out of there happy as hell. And my parents thought I'd be like scared or like crying or worried. But I mean, do you think, do you think eight year old you would have? been happy or like would he have been fucking scared uh and what i don't know probably same shit and it being in watch shoes i mean they're putting on cartoons for me i probably like yeah it's awesome i i i remember one interaction i had with a an officer like they had uh i was like seven eight years old and me and my mom we went to fort city the mall in south chicago and I remember we went to the one, they had like an actual police officer like working there and she had to just buy me uh, a GameCube game. It was like the Legend of Zelda uh, collection. 
And then he's like, oh, what do you got there? He's like, oh, it's a Zelda game. He's like, oh. And he was just, we were literally for like five minutes, we were just talking about how much we love Zelda. Dude, I remember, speaking of Zelda, there was one time when I was a kid, I was probably like, probably like 10, maybe 11. And my mom and I, we went to this Target, the one right here, right down the block from us. Because, I mean, again, like I grew up around here. We didn't. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you did it, but I, grew I did. Up in the poor south side of Chicago. I mean, I fucking grew up on the poor north side. Uh, but now, now you guys are gentrified, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, listen, I live in Bucktown now. I'm a gentrifier. It's like south side of Chicago is like practically Mexico, and the north side's the U.S. practically. USA, baby. But I remember <laughs> we were there at that Target, and um, we were like, we were, we were outside we're like waiting for my dad because like it was one of those like he parked kind of far away so we're out front and this lady comes running out with two game cubes like she's just holding them or whatever she's like fucking running or whatever and just boom runs to the fucking parking like she's like you know like dodging from all these cars and things like that and i guess what the hell? yeah i guess she just like went by like where the games were fucking smashed the glass grabbed two game cubes and was able to like run out of the fucking store which like one it's a pretty big target you know like it's not that it's not like a small store or anything but she was able to like fucking run and like dodge everyone which i was like poo poo on their security because yeah. like she wasn't like a big woman either like she was pretty small so like someone secure like now there's always like two security guards there at the doors yeah but i was just like oh, it was one of those like random ass things where, like as a kid you're just like what the fuck like what the fuck just happened you bringing that up just brought back memories of i don't know if target ever had it i know walmart did where they would let you play like the game like i remember they had like the big like yeah. tv Trial. screen on, on top of like the the glass case or whatever and i used to play like gamecube games there all the time but that just like reminded me like they would have like the because now it's different it's more so just like not even a glass case anymore it's just like this like section of like games or whatever but back then they, they had like the whole like was it X, the original xbox gamecube some Game Boy games i think Dude. uh ps2 all that shit you know what's fucked up so there's a GameStop not too far from here that um i grew up around me and Ivan, my my cousin's husband, we would always go there as kids. We would literally, we would, our daily routine, for honest for the most part, is we would like walk to Target, walk around. I don't even think we'd buy anything. We'd just go walk around because we just, we were mall rats. We just, yeah, we were mall rats without a mall. Yeah. So we'd go there and in the plaza, it's a Target, there's a dollar store and a GameStop. And so, you know, we'd go to Target and then the dollar store and then the GameStop and the GameStop had games. I specifically remember they had the Xbox 360 and they had the um, King Kong game at the time that you could play. And I remember we would go there all the time and we would play that. Now, at that time, Paul Jameson would have been working there. Really? He would have been working at that GameStop like around that same time. But like we never interacted. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe I did buy something and he like rang me up. It's like or, you guys were destined to like. Uh, yeah, that's the yeah, like pads. It's just crazy, yeah, because like I, oh, just like you and I, Mark, when we met on the bus. Bef- oh yeah, tell that story. Yeah, yeah I'll let Juan tell it. Yeah, before like I started working at Pro Wrestling Tees, it was like what November, December. Uh, December. Oh, I think All Out had just. I, it might have been like November because All Out had just like happened, and I think I asked you like, "Did you go to All Out?" And I think Revolution was coming up. It had to be December. It had to be maybe yeah, December. So like, I'm going. I'm getting home from um, 
from work. I so I work downtown. I had to take a the Orange Line train to the south side, and then it's cold as balls out, so I'm not gonna walk from the train station home. So I can take a I'm taking the bus, the uh, the Archer bus, <laughs> and uh, you know there's there's a pretty cute guy in front of me and wait waiting for the bus, you know, at the terminal. Um, finally the bus arrives. Cute guy in front of me, you know, he pulls out his wallet. It's a Bullet Club wallet. Fucking sweet. So I'm just wallet. like, oh sweet, like cool you know like i recognize it right away uh he sit cute guy in front of me you know sits down uh, i sit down next to him and i compliment his wallet i'm like oh sweet sweet wallet man like bullet club like so we start talking about wrestling uh cute man escapes from my life because i had to get off the, the I w- bus I, w- I will say that i was gloating about working here I was like yeah i oh, would yeah. get pro wrestling tees yeah we started talking about wrestling and like i asked him like did you go to all out or like are you going to revolution blah 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 and then he started like saying like oh yeah like i work for a pro wrestling tees like it's pretty badass like you know so i'm like, like oh yeah i was like ryan bought his pizza yeah yeah he did mention that like <laughs> oh yeah like the boss buys his pizza sometimes i'm like damn like i should become friends with this guy so you know like he could hook me up with some shirts or stuff or like you know and i, I remember too i do remember like him get because he would he, he gets up before me i remember him getting off and i was like damn like I don't think I'm gonna meet this guy again. And he, I was like, this guy's yeah, pretty fucking cool. This cute guy, you know, just escapes my life. It was the, like, it, it's it's funny with wrestling how like you just meet people like through that. Like me, like me and Ryan have talked about how like <sighs> there's a lot of people who try who like want to be friends with like. I mean, I'm sure it's with all of, but like me and Ryan specifically, it's like yeah, people that just want to be friends with us because of where we work. It's just like, you know, there's definitely people who are like, oh, hey, like, yeah, you just send me this shirt. You just send me this as opposed to people where I'm like, hey, I'm going to send you this shirt. I'm going to, you know, yeah. this stuff like that. Um, but it's funny because, like, yeah, like sometimes you just like meet random wrestling fans, you know, and it's always like one of those things where like. De- I'll never see you again. Depending, depending on like, to me, it's usually depending on like what shirt they're wearing. You yeah. Know? It's like if oh, God. if it's some like old faded washed out like dx nwo stone cold shirt it's like they're probably not watching like well, current wrestling yeah now it's different though because like shirts like that like those vintage shirts are back in style and like even wrestling fan like the new guy that works with hector mm-hmm. like he wears those a lot he, he keeps up with the product but his i'm talking about like this is an old like it's barely like, even like black it, it's it like fucking, blue it's all the screen to the point where it almost looks gray yeah where it's like it's so. all cracked and shit like that because there's some people i see with shirts like that and i'm and that's why i'm just like dude you like you could go to WWE shop and buy and, a new one and buy a new one yeah or you could fucking but those are probably like soft shirts and the other ones are actual cardboard not like ours yeah ours are not cardboard they are very great no, but like I, you mentioning that, and I, like I was telling Juan like when we met, same thing with me and Trevor. It was just like him. Uh, we met at Starcast 2019, and I remember we were in the uh, line for uh, the CM Punk meet and greet, and we were we were in line for like almost two hours, and him and I were just chatting it up. We were talking like we were best friends almost. And I remember he would tell me, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, actually training to be a wrestler. And one, I remember he had a freelance shirt on, I think. Or he had some freelance thing on. And he was like, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to be a wrestler or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome. This, this, and that. I never got his, like, information or anything. And it was just, again, like, same case, same case with Juan. I was like, damn, I'm like, I got along so much with this fucking guy. And I'm like, I'm never going to see him again. And I remember uh, we were walking out, and I, I was like, 
I, I was saying I was like I gotta ask him for like a Facebook or something so we could become friends and I was like I saw him I'm like alright buddy have, have a good time didn't ask for anything else I was like damn that's it and when I started working here I remember like my second or third week uh, Trevor came to the shop cause he I think he had to talk to his neck or something like that and I was like I, I, I stared at him I'm like I, I know this guy and I was like I'm like yeah, that's why I was staring at you. Uh, yeah, same thing with Juan. He, that's weird. why, because he was, he was like, I looked familiar to Juan, but with Trevor's, just like, I, I'm like, I know this guy. And, you and I'm like, I had a crush on you. Yeah. <laughs> and I told Trevor, I was like, hey, I'm like, were you at Starcast for the same punk ministry? I was like, yeah, hey, what's up, Mark? I'm like, did not remember his name. I was like, what's up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> see, see, to me, it's always like, it's, it's, it's weirder that, because, like, there's a lot of people that I know, but it's mainly based uh like through the pod through like podcasts like other podcasts that i'll listen to where it's like i know people that live in fucking new zealand or australia or like japan and it's like only in name only in like they you know they call into a show or they leave feedback where i've been on their show or something like that and then when like i finally get to meet like i remember specifically uh there was one time i was in new york for postmania or after the msg show there's my one buddy, um, Jordan, who I'm pretty sure he was at this bar that we were all that because I went with like my friend Braden and them. I'm pretty sure we were all there. Yeah. Because I remember after like after the show, they went to the bar, and um, I went with like, with one of my one of my friends and her boyfriends was like, hey, they're like, come, like come get fucking breakfast with us, like you know, we'll buy you fucking breakfast. And I was like, all right, cool, like you know, I'm not, I'm never gonna turn down free breakfast. So you know, I was I was with them too, and then when I left. Um, like I met them up and at this bar, I'm pretty sure he was there. Yeah. But again, same thing with those. There was like, we might've met. I don't know. We might've not met, but like, I remember we're walking to this other bar and I'm like, Oh, who's all going to be there? Cause there's a lot of like people from like from their universe of pie, from the up next podcast that, that we're all meeting up and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it's always cool. I was like, like, I was like, yeah, it's weird. I was like, when you meet people, cause like some of them call in with these like code names, you know, like, uh, I was like, you have fucking like MJ from NJ. And it's just like, or, you know, I was like, yeah, or like uh, Mitch Gelkoff. And then one of the guys turns around. He's like, that's me. I was like, who? He's like, I'm MJ from NJ. I was like, oh, he goes, and I'm also Mitch Gelkoff. I was like, wait, what? He <laughs> goes, yeah, he goes, that's my name and that's my user name. But I was like, oh, okay. And, like, and again, me yeah. just saying <laughs> these random fucking names. I've been, I've, I've been sitting here with this guy for like 20 fucking minutes now. Yeah. And I'm just like oh okay but, you know or same thing sometimes people will just like walk up and like oh hey scrump what's up and i'm just like hey and, and but I, I think that's one of the cool things though you know because like they either recognize us from like the vip group or from just whatever we do and stuff like that like you know like as much shit as people want to talk about like pro wrestling to it's like i i think the one of the cool things is like you know specifically like with that like facebook group or right, from us just even being at shows that, like a lot of people oftentimes will, like recognize us and like you, you meet a lot of cool people like that you know yeah you guys not uh one yeah. day maybe one day mark and i will get recognized you know yeah we, we were doing the scissor things you know like the acclaim With anthony bowens yeah, yeah fucking juan got scissored by anthony bowens yeah it was pretty cool it's fucking like, awesome we marked out yeah i'm, a, I'm I didn't to get be recognized as a guy who just takes off his shirt at in second row <laughs> it was really cool though because like people like started sharing like all those like aerial pictures like when cm punk debuted and you just see like me in the background with my shirt, shirt. off. <laughs> or like when we were like 
what like reddit famous for like a, a day yeah mark was reddit famous for a day that was pretty like cool. complimented fucking danielson's hair i was like hey oh, i didn't yeah. catch the the second part i was like hey you have nice hair by the way i have a similar haircut too and like i remember uh juan and ray are like dude you're fucking stupid like what would you say that but like, it, i don't know I but it got traction it did get traction yeah. we bit yeah it was fun that trip that we took up to minnesota you know poor oh. poor juanito so tired and me and Mark worried about Vicket and Roaches. I, I love Roach Infested. Dude, I wish you were there, dude. dude. Fucking, we were laughing hey, our asses off. I wish off. I was not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention what I said, but I, I said something that had Bertle dying of laughter. Oh yeah. I mean, look for listen for anyone who's listened to the Jericho Cruise episode. You of course know what happens when I descend into sea madness. Um, and that was definitely the case where I had a case of the sea madness. I couldn't go to sleep. Johnny was snoring. He insists he wasn't. Or was it Giovanni? It was Johnny for sure. Yeah. There's no way it was, it was Giovanni. Yeah. Giovanni, yeah. Because he's like, oh, it's like, no. Like, Giovanni didn't start snoring as soon as you fell asleep, Johnny. Um, yeah. But whatever. You know, whatever the case may be, it was definitely Johnny. Well, like, yeah. Ray and I, we uh, were just walking around Minneapolis. Dude, you know? I, c- I couldn't do it we, anymore. Uh, Dude, it was after, so cold. It was that's why we went to a bar they closed at two and we're like well what the fuck do we do now we heard music coming from like a block away we're like oh there's like a club going on turns out it was a you know lgbtq club oh nice so we just walked in there but we're like hey we're warm in here and the music's pretty cool (laughs) so uh yeah we're just chilling here until like 4 a.m sure enough yeah we chilled in there till 4 a.m but like just got a drink i I couldn't do it just got a drink and then uh we walked to the Viking Stadium and then we went to the airport and slept. At the it, it was funny because we had talked about like, oh, yeah, we're gonna go back to the to the hotel and 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 get sleep. We got no sleep, maybe twenty minutes max, and then like the alarm goes off. I was like, all right, well, time to get up and leave again. And that's I think I was talking to you or Ray about it. He was like, nah, I would have been fine. I'm like, I, hey, I'm better off fucking being warm and laying down and relaxing to some degree than to be walking around. And me, my dumbass was wearing fucking Tim, so I was very uncomfortable. Well, see, I mean, Ray's 21, so he can still do that. Like, you know, give him a few years and, you know, he's, I, I don't necessarily think he's going to be just, you know, up for fucking 16 hours. Or not even that, at that point, he'd probably been up for like more than 24 hours and just be fine with it. Because, I mean, shit, even when, you know, even when I was that age, I'd be like, yeah, no, it's all cool. It's all fine. And then you know so me and johnny you know as the as the old man we were just like oh no we we can't do this city boy yeah that's why when i got to the airport i just knocked the fuck out and uh, <laughs> mark took a picture of me berto took a picture <laughs> yeah i remember we were telling you like oh yeah punk's in the fight he's like yeah right he was, he was just like he didn't give yeah, a you shit you guys were telling me that punk was on the same flight as us and i was like and then halfway like we, i don't give a fuck i and, remember like, distinctly hearing juan like we're walking uh, down the lane and he's like oh fuck he really is here yeah <laughs> and then like i i remember seeing punk because he was in first class and he kind of like had his like one eye open and he looked at us like like almost as if like i think i recognize these people i mean i went up to him and said hi yeah, oh. like, these are the dweebs that work at yeah but we, we're not cool with punk like you are yeah well, it's all right. Listen, you know, hey, you know what? Maybe if we stay under Birdo's wing long enough, we will become cool. Yeah. Though. I mean, you know who you are friends with, though? Uh, several several people who subscribe to the Patreon. Because, oh. of course, you know, a lot of these people, Mark, you recognize. You you see them or they come into the shop and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, it, you know, um, if you're interested in some more content, patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. Of course, this week, uh, the, we'll be dropping reviews for The Harder They Fall, which is uh, a new 
uh, Western movie that came out on Netflix and The Amazing Spider-Man, the, the first one, the Andrew Garfield one. Um, so head over to patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. And, uh, you know, I'll come on here and say your name, much like we do for uh, Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kohlenberg, Mark Villanueva, our little buddy. That's me. Uh, Joshua Davis, Ryan Mears, Neil Flanagan, Shannon Howanick, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Taffy, Vivian, Anthony Torres, Brandon from New Jersey, W.H. Park, John Sino, My Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Uh, Brad B. Dornick, uh, Moises Garcia, Sean Levine, Eric Campbell, Katie Katie Fabe now works with us. Uh, Steve Feast, uh, Rachel Sayarto, Drew Boyd, Stupid Michael. Good Michael. I like Michael. And the Kid 44. Uh, you know, before we get out of here, uh, any final words, Juan? Uh, uh, <laughs> damn. You guys kind of put me on a the spot there. Uh, buy super kicks. Yeah, you know. Uh, damn. Keep him busy keep me busy i'm actually pretty busy with the sale right now you guys bought a lot of super kicks so i'll try my best to you know make them look great and uh yeah oh by the way the cute guy in the bus story ended up being mark that's why i was staring at him so much <laughs> yeah yeah the cute guy on the bus is always mark yeah like the cute guy on the bus that i thought got away didn't get away because we ended up meeting it was fate hey now you're podcasting together huh who would have thought look at us yeah <laughs> not me you know <laughs> yeah look at us who would have thought uh, all right, guys. Uh, well, you know, for the PWT cast this week, I've been Scrump. I've been Cousin Jeremy. <laughs> and I've been Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.